Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. Hunter Lowry here, the first show of 2021. Or holy cow, wow, that's gonna be tough to <laughs> to get to remember. I already messed it up. First show of 2022. Oh my goodness, can you believe it? We've been talking about how fast the last year was going by, and now we're here, January 4th. Holy cow. Yeah, absolutely crazy. It's been a minute, guys. I was looking at my podcast numbers and I didn't even post one episode in December. So I apologize about that. Crazy month. I know everybody, it's a crazy month, huh? So much goes on in December. I'm no exception to that. I'm sure you were running around everywhere also, but I uh, was able to go down to Vegas for the finals of the team roping circuit that I compete in. If you've listened for a while, then you remember all the fun stories from previous chips, trips, but we had just such a blast. It had been two years now since I had gone because last year, just like most other events throughout the United States and throughout the world, it was COVID shut down. And I'm not going to go into all the details of the roping down there, but long story short, it's just always such a fun event, mostly because I get to partner up with my dad and we get to rope together, which is just a blast. And second, this roping does pay around $300,000 usually to win it. So (laughs) just a little bit of an incentive there to do well. So my dad and I, we roped really well together. We did come home with more money than we left with, which is always a plus. If you can make that happen, I'm always pretty happy, but we didn't get the giant coveted check this year. But again, we did better than most. So pretty happy about it. Then Christmas and New Year's were a little bit more low key around the Lowry place. It was extremely cold and extremely wet around here. So not a great combination for too many fun outdoor activities. It was a lot of NBA basketball games going on and and watching the Warriors play. So that's always pretty fun. But it was just nice though. Sometimes it's needed to just slow down all the craziness and relax a little bit. But we're back here in the mix. It's a new year. Everyone has their new goals, the major changes they want to make, the the new year, new me stuff. And I did an episode last year in January of 2021 because I always find it funny, the New Year's resolutions that last 12 and a half days because motivation only lasts so long until the habits take back over. But at least in terms of goal setting, I do go through and look at what I wanted to accomplish last year, see how I did, and set new goals for the new year. So despite all of the challenges that we all faced, 2021 was a great year. Business was hot. Market killed it. The economy continues to plow through all the barriers that it's presented. I mean, the S&P finished up 27%. That's fantastic. But it's almost irrelevant now. Who cares about 2021 anymore? Been there, done that. You either did really well in the market, staying the course, being diversified and keeping with your plan, or maybe you sat on the sidelines in fear of all the crazy headlines and you missed out on a good year of gains. Either way, we can't change it. All we can do is look forward, which brings up the million dollar question. All right, are you ready? What is going to happen in the market during 2022? 
are we going to see another year of 20 plus percent of gains or are we in for a world of hurt with maybe new variants coming out with fed tapering inflation midterm elections i mean everybody we can name 50 things that are scaring us for this coming year in terms at least in terms of uh, the market and investing but before we talk about the potential for this next year i want to quickly make a few points that i think are pretty important for last year and first is that looking at the s p being up 27 percent it's a little bit misleading because it makes everybody think that if your portfolio wasn't up that high, something is really wrong. And that's really not true at all because you have to remember the S&P 500 is made up of the 500 leading companies and in leading industries of the U.S. economy. There are no bonds. There are no hedges against inflation. It's all individual stocks, which is a very aggressive type of portfolio and not something that all people should be or are set up with. So comparing a diversified and potentially more conservative type of model to the S&P 500, it's not an accurate comparison. Now, if you had extremely low or negative returns this year, then yes, something was very wrong. But trust me, not everyone was out there getting gains in the high 20%. Okay, another weird aspect of this last year was, yes, again, the S&P was up huge. However, it was due to the fact that just a few of the companies actually led the entire charge. And there was a Goldman Sachs study done that showed most of the stock market gains since April came from just five tech stocks, Apple, Microsoft, Nvidia, Al Alphabet, and Tesla. I'm sure you've probably heard of all five of those. So when people look at the indexes and you hear, oh, the market was up 27%, it makes you think that if you just have your money invested in anything last year, you're up 27%. So it, that's just very incorrect. It's a misleading way of talking about the market. And I just wanted to bring that up. Another thing that I want to point out before going into 2022 forecasts is obviously nobody has a crystal ball. We can make our best predictions. We can look at financial models and forecasts for the upcoming year, but nothing that we look at takes you know random viruses into consideration or any other outside more random effects that have nothing to do with economic data, but could potentially hold a huge power over the economy. So even with the best predictions and models out there, we have to be aware that volatility is the nature of the market. It's never going to go up in a straight line. There's always peaks and valleys, and people have been worried about those valleys forever. It's like the, uh, the line in the sandlot, the forever. <laughs> There's always bears out there. There's always people screaming that the sky is falling, which is why I preach so much that you cannot time those potential events. And that doesn't change for 2022. Being diversified, having an understanding of what your goals and time frame looks like, and staying in the market are still the underlying themes. So with all that being said, let's actually look at what 22 or 2022 might potentially bring. So overall, all analysts that I follow are calling for another positive year of growth among most sectors. Even though another positive year is being called for though, expectations are currently that the increase in growth, it's not going to be as high as it was in 2021 or 2020. Overall, growth in GDP as well as corporate earnings, they're just not supposed to grow as rampantly as they have been in the past few years. Every analyst, they use different metrics and they use different variables to input into their specific models that potentially determine the percentage that the market should grow by next year, which... I never personally take is written in stone. I don't like looking at just exactly how much is the market going to go up rather than just focusing on exactly how these models are built and what goes into them. I like to concentrate on more macro events that we need to keep an eye on going forward. So let's talk about a few of them that will come up throughout 2022. 
And obviously, you know, the big red flag that everybody knows about is COVID. And I think we can all agree that the fear aspect has come way down on the barometer here. We all know people who have had COVID. And even though cases are continuing to develop, deaths are not skyrocketing. And people are much more aware of the risks associated with the disease now than before when it sounded like if you walked outside, you could potentially catch this thing and just drop dead on the sidewalk. So <laughs> new COVID news will most likely come up at some point. And it's probably going to cause short-term fluctuation. We don't know when that's going to happen, but I, I really don't think that this thing is just gone in, in, in the past now. But the the amount of volatility that we're going to see and the fluctuation in the very quick short term that we'll see it's probably not going to be in such a dramatic manner that we have actually been experiencing in the past so another major event coming up is biden's build back better plan most likely this probably is not going to happen in the extent that it has been presented and if passed we'll probably be at a much at a much lower monetary amount than we've all anticipated and i don't see this being a major issue as the markets historically like when there is gridlock investors don't like when one party doesn't matter which side when one party has more way more bargaining power over the other they like to see things move slowly so the bill being passed at a little bit of a lower extent than we were expecting, probably not a bad thing. Next event we have coming up this year is the midterm elections. So with elections and potential changes always comes volatility, right? So I looked historically, what happens to the market when midterm elections roll around? Well, during years of midterm elections, volatility, not surprisingly, has typically risen by 10 plus percent when we compare it to years with no elections going on. But remember, volatility that doesn't mean negative return most people think volatility right away they think that the market's going down that's not the case volatility a lot of times creates opportunities so when we look at historical returns in the 12 months after a midterm election the s p has averaged a 15 percent annual return remember that's average that doesn't mean that it goes up 15 percent every single year that's on an average basis some years have been higher some much lower but in all other years without midterm elections, the stock market averages about a 7% annual return. And I'll do another episode about the midterm elections and the effect that that may have later on. But moral of the story here is, it's just something to be prepared for because it's going to present volatility, but it's nothing to be afraid of when we look from a return standpoint. Okay, another major factor this year is going to be the Federal Reserve. I know that I've talked about it a lot, the Fed tapering. We have inflation going on. There's a lot of stuff happening here. And we've had so much economic stimulus. We've had crazy supply chains and a ton of pent-up consumer demand. So I would imagine that some of these supply and demand issues, they're going to come back to an equilibrium. And some of these crazy price inflations that we've seen in the past few years, as a result, they're going to revert to their means. However, the Fed has suggested potentially three different rate hikes for this year, which could cause volatility as well. The markets don't love increases in rates, and it could cause some short-term sector rotations when these are announced. So again, overall, there's just a lot that's going to take place this year. But what year goes by when that isn't the case? Looking back over the last few years, so many things were thrown at us, and look where we are right now. I still personally always will be long and will be bullish on the U.S. economy. Sure, there are short-term pressures to be aware of, but for those of you with the long time horizons, the name of the game continues to be diversification and commitment. If you're closer to needing your money and you're close to your goals, then I wouldn't be 100% in the equity market, even if all analysts across the world called for the best year of growth we've ever seen. 
I want you to be invested in a manner where you don't feel like you're riding a roller coaster. You don't get the sensation in your stomach that your stomach's just going to jump into your throat, but rather you can sit there and enjoy the ride because the only people who get hurt on a roller coaster are the ones who jump off at the top. Everybody else who stays buckled in, they make it back safe. So if you want to start out the new year reviewing your game plan and talking about your financial position, make sure you head over to my website at hunterlowry.com. You can get right on my personal calendar and we can chat. All right, guys, glad to be back for 2022. Excited for what the year is going to bring. It's a great day to have a great day, everybody. Take care.